0: What's up, guys? Max here, back with another episode of The Scuttlebutt Show. I'd like to welcome you all back. It's Tuesday... Morning out here in Okinawa, Japan. It's pouring, raining outside. It's been thundering and lightning all night, so my dog has been terrified of that, barking up a storm. So you guys might hear her barking. It's uh, she needs a thunder buddy, and I'm not out there with her protecting her from the thunder because I'm in here protecting you from bogus content by putting on the Scuttlebutt Show for you, like I do five days a week, two times a day. So let's go. Make sure you share the video. Invite people to the chat. We're gonna have a fun episode today. We have a bunch of crazy stories to cover, including headline story being why the Air Force is officially the laziest branch of all time. So first of all, hit you guys with a little about yesterday. Yesterday, I took the time, went out of my way to install the ISMC branch on insurgency for everyone who's here for gaming, and and there's no one playing that. So let me know if I'm doing something wrong. Uh, People have been telling me to do that. I finally did it. Uh, If you guys know anything about that, let me know, help me out. We'll probably stream some Insurgency later today. And then mainly about yesterday, I want to thank Chris Chaos and the whole Chaos Army who raided the channel yesterday while we were playing uh, Squad, and it was really, really awesome. So I want to thank anybody who might be out there from Chris Chaos's channel who uh, showed up during the game and raided my channel and dropped like 100 comments that said uh, Chaos Army, so welcome everybody to the channel. Let's see, Justin says, only time I ever really uh, had video games was while well being deployed. We considered it simulator training. Oh yeah. We used to play, uh, what was that alien game resistance resistance on PlayStation, uh, three at the time had just come out PlayStation three, maybe. And so, uh, we would play that it might've been PlayStation two. What came out in 2007 PlayStation two, PlayStation three. Let's see. Drink ayahuasca. Haven't really played online games, but I'm down. If you had any mutual games, drink ayahuasca. Is that, what is that? Is that somebody's, where did that come from? I'm down. Uh, Let's see. Marine shot. We all know why. My dog wears a Thunder shirt that protects him from the boomers. Very important. In Florida, she needs a vest. Harry Lime Pie says, yes, I would... uh I would maybe look into that. I actually would love to make her feel a little bit safer. She's been scared to go outside all day. Got to get her outside after this, whether rain or shine, and take her for a little walk before we do any gaming today. Because you guys know, I always got to go hang out with the pup. So, yes, hashtag Chaos Army, Ed, what's up? Welcome back, Nuggets from your vacation in New Hampshire. And Icosahedron being here at the start. Nick, man, you fan, welcome back to the chat as always. Let's get right off with today's first story. We got some tough stuff we got to talk about today some really tough stuff actually, starting with this. And I don't know why I haven't heard more about this. I'd like to know in the comments, when we get to this story, have you guys even heard about this? Tell me what we know about the air force veteran killed in an alleged hate crime in Massachusetts. Have you guys heard about this? Leave a comment if you have. So apparently I didn't even hear about this. Multiple law enforcement agencies are investigating a deadly shooting that took place in Winthrop, Massachusetts on Saturday afternoon and claimed the lives of an Air Force veteran and a retired Massachusetts State Police trooper. This story is a tragedy. Air Force veteran Ramona Cooper, who was in from 1980 to 1985, a specialist in information systems and telecommunications at Fairchild Air Force Base, Washington, according to her LinkedIn. She was working at the supply store at the Department of Veteran Affairs, Boston's Jamaica Plains campus. She was working at the VA when she was killed. She had also previously participated in VA's compensated work therapy program. She was a beloved colleague who will be greatly missed, Kyle Toto said. Local authorities are investigating the shooting as a hate crime both cooper and the other victim david green were black while the alleged shooter nathan allen was white but i know a lot of you are going to go that doesn't make it a hate crime but listen this actually goes a lot deeper than that allen had also espoused white supremacist beliefs said rachel rollins the suffolk county district attorney allen was killed at the scene by police responding to the attack this individual wrote the superior about the superiority of the white race about whites being apex predators he drew swastikas Apparently, he drove his car into an area that had a bunch of synagogues. He crashed the car. He got out. He shot Ramona Cooper and Mr. Green. And they were the only two black people around. He didn't shoot at any non-black people. On his palm of his hand, he had all these anti-Semitic phrases. They didn't specify what they were written on his hand. So this seems like he set out that day to kill either maybe... Uh, Jewish people or something happened, he crashed his vehicle, shot at black people, specifically targeted them. There is a growing national and global problem with extremism and white supremacy. The uh, uh, spokesman Rollins says, The FBI believes the most serious domestic violent extremists come from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists. On Saturday afternoon, Allen allegedly stole a box truck, crashed into another vehicle in a building, walked away from the wreckage, and shot Cooper and Green. Ignoring other non-black bystanders, Rollins said, Green, who's the 36-year veteran of law enforcement, was shot in the back multiple times and shot in the head, neck, and torso repeatedly. Green apparently tried to run to help being a detective, being a police officer for 36 years, he ran towards the shooter trying to stop him and was shot multiple times, killed. And then eventually what happened was a responding police officer shot and killed the gunman. So three deaths and a lot of people wondering why this type of thing has to happen, including me. And one of them, Ramona Cooper, being an Air Force veteran who was still a senior citizen working at the VA helping vets cooper is survived by her identical twin sister her son and two grandchildren as the investigation progresses we will keep the impacted families apprised. they deserve answers about their loved one's deaths when it's appropriate to do so we will share additional information with the public this reminds me of right off the bat this reminds me of that uh shooter in new zealand who targeted the mosque and uh went in there to just shoot just to just murder people based on extremist beliefs and had uh extremist symbols written all over his weapon. If you guys remember that, the, the, what was it? The new, the new Christ church, uh, new Christ. Was that it? Uh, the city where that shooting happened, something like that. And, uh, I covered it on the show when that happened. It's, uh, an absolute tragedy. It's heartbreaking. Um, and it's, uh, it's an, it's under investigation as a hate crime. And it certainly seems to be that. So, this uh, this poor victim. I just want to raise awareness about this because I haven't seen this anywhere. Have you guys seen this anywhere? Leave it in the comments. Um, uh, now I'm sad hearing this. Uh, good stuff, police. Good riddance. Uh, what's up, Chris? May she rest in peace. One T down. Um, damn it, Nugget says so. If you guys are Christchurch, oh, Christ, yes, not new Christchurch, Christchurch. Yes, Christchurch, New Zealand, where that shooting happened. Yeah, and we covered that on the show when it happened. So my question to you guys in the chat is, have you heard about this anywhere? I haven't heard about this anywhere. So I, I'm shocked that I haven't. No notification on my phone, nothing. So if you guys know anything about that, let me know. Also, uh, share um, this, share this story to raise awareness about it. And if there's anything we can do for the family out there, then... Uh, if anything comes about that we can do to support, then I'll let you guys know. Have I heard of Westboro church? Yes, of course I have. That's crazy. Uh, the New Zealand shooting was being actively censored for a while by the New Zealand government and others. I really sad and disrespectful to the victims. Yeah. I, um, I saw the whole video of that, the uncensored video. Um, horrifying, absolutely horrifying. Reminds me of the kid who shot up the black church and the police took him through the drive-thru. Uh, I don't know anything about that. Justin, you have to send me a link to that. Uh, well, but in this place, in this case, the police shot and killed him. So I'm not sure how that uh, compares. I haven't seen it anywhere and we probably won't see it anywhere. I don't watch the news. Yeah. I didn't even get a notification on my phone considering the political, um, conscious like mindset that we all have on this kind of thing, how heavy in the news extremism is the fact that this wasn't a notification on my phone. I really don't understand. Um, so I'm I'm pretty shocked. I'm pretty shocked. So uh, let me know if if you guys if anybody out there has heard of this until right now. Um, let me know, uh, Edward. The Westboro Baptist Church is a very hateful group, um, but just like any hateful group, what you should do is just ignore them completely. Don't give them any attention uh, unless they come to you causing you problems. Uh, they don't deserve any of your attention. So. By the way, and I'll also remind you guys, if you go back and watch uh, the Ethan Melzer video that I did on this channel, there are tons of active, actual white supremacist groups in the United States that get no attention every day, so that nobody ever talks about. MC, I have. You have heard about this. Okay, so somebody has heard about this. Thank you for letting me know. Um Let's see. Couldn't remember the name, but I thought the drive through detail would help others remember. And I don't know anything about that, the drive through That doesn't sound right. Um, that doesn't sound familiar to me, I should say. So uh, we'll leave that story for now. And you guys can talk about it in the comments and I'll monitor that and we can get back to it on the next story. But uh, breaking, breaking news, breaking news, U.S. troops come under rocket attack in Syria after airstrikes. So things are popping off in Syria right now the uh, United States had to return fire in Syria with artillery after coming under an attack of a barrage of rockets on Monday. That's a spokesperson for Operation Inherent Resolve, Inherent Resolve being the operation against ISIS uh, that has expanded. It's its international. Operation Inherent Resolve is international. um, Started with the naming of the operation in Iraq when we went back in in 2014 against ISIS. Obama's 300 Americans, Uh, which many friends of mine were a part of that, and I'm very proud of that. Colonel Wayne Murado, a spokesman for the coalition in Iraq to defeat the Islamic State, said in a tweet that nobody was injured and the damage is being assessed. He did not say exactly where the attack took place or who might be responsible. Now, just to talk about artillery real quick, artillery is an extraordinarily powerful weapon. Uh, If you've ever been near artillery or had artillery on a fob that you've been at, sometimes when artillery gets fired off, if you don't know, you might think it's incoming. Artillery sounds actually shockingly similar to incoming fire. You might think you're getting mortared when artillery is being shot from your base. I've responded to base attacks multiple times only to find out that it wasn't a base attack at all. It was artillery firing and they didn't let us know, especially when it was Afghani artillery. Artillery is just giant, basically cannons, and they could level cities. And I've seen artillery fired into into buildings and there's just nothing left. Artillery is no joke. So the United States returning fire with its extremely powerful and effective artillery. Murado said in a message that the U.S. forces acting in self-defense return fire with artillery aimed at the positions from which the rockets were launched. There are also systems that can detect where uh, attacks against your base are coming from so they could easily, uh, we call those poo sites, point of origin sites, so you can fire right back at a poo site with artillery pretty quickly. The rocket attack came about a day after US F-15 Eagles and F-16 Charlie fighting Falcon jets carried out airstrikes on facilities in the Iraq-Syria border against Iraqi-backed militias. The Pentagon said Iran-backed militias, including uh, the Qatayb Hezbollah and Qatayb Saeed al-Shuhada were using the facilities to launch drone attacks on US and coalition personnel and facilities in Iraq. The, uh, the drone attacks not specified what they mean. Are they little DJI drones with uh, grenades on them or some kind of chemical weapons or were they something else? I don't know. On Sunday evening after the airstrikes, Al Jazeera tweeted in an Arabic message purportedly from Al-Shahada that read, from now on, we will enter into an open war with the American occupation and target its planes in Iraq. So an open threat from uh, Al Jazeera tweeting that uh, uh Al Jazeera tweeted an Arabic message. Oh, Al Jazeera tweeted, retweeted a message from Al Shada, which again, I don't have to point out the hypocrisy of Twitter here that they still sponsor terrorism uh, and, when, and talk about how they uh, ban hate speech and all this stuff. Murado, I, I've tracked, I am telling you, listen to what I'm about to say. I am telling you, I have tracked terrorists real time based on their tweets in Iraq, so how's that for Twitter's hypocrisy right there? Um, Murado said that the initial report indicated the attack took place at 7:44 p.m. local time, and that multiple rockets were involved. Pentagon press secretary John Kirby said the structures targeted in Iraq and Syria were weapon storage facilities. Here's a uh, what's up, Gary? What's up, JJLL? Welcome. Uh, it doesn't say who the rockets were from. It doesn't say who the rockets were from, but it just says uh, and a group claimed responsibility here's a little video. Let's see if there's a, so somebody's filming this rockets getting fired off. There's all kinds of tactics that, uh, the terrorists will use when they're firing rockets at a base. They could be leave behinds set on timers. They could be handheld. Let's see. Wait, what Twitter allows terrorists to post and make threats on their WTF? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Doesn't that make it valuable for Twitter to not delete, not to delete their accounts? Uh, nope, I'm not buying it. Um, Twitter should delete those accounts for sure. They use them to gather, coordinate attacks, recruit. Uh, Twitter should 100% delete terrorist accounts. Um, it's Twitter is full, is garbage, a garbage cesspool. It should be an organization that is disbanded, uh, for state sponsor of, as a sponsor of terror and, uh, and immediately, immediately dissolved. Uh, that's what I think about Twitter. And if you're here watching the show because of a tweet that I sent out, uh, welcome. I do use an app that automatically tweets things, but I've got no love for Twitter, but I do recognize the hypocrisy in myself uh, sending out a tweet to come watch the Seattle Bush Show. Absolutely, but that's what I think. Uh, Twitter is full of BS whenever they make any sort of public statement about hate speech, or basically any virtue signaling that Twitter does, they don't mean 100 percent. Facebook, too? Uh, Facebook, too, who, of course, owns Instagram and WhatsApp and many other uh, apps that have been used to commit horrendous crimes, actually just today was found liable in Texas. So now Texans can sue Facebook if uh, they've had someone in their family or themselves been a victim of uh, targeted for like um, uh, underage Uh what it like pedophilia basically? So if you've been targeted on Facebook, you can now sue Facebook for a uh, libel. So, or liability. Um, let's see a detachment of Rangers in a fixed position, mowed down one or 200 Russian mercs and other combatants. What, what is that? What did JJL say? Probably it's ISIS or Iraqi Shia militia. Let's see. Tried firing Russian mercs, tried firing on our Marines and they were obliterated. Assad won't do it. When, when did that happen? Uh, I haven't heard about that. When I was in JROTC, I saw some of our younger generation support and join ISIS. Um, if that's true, I hope you reported them to the FBI. A battery is a company equivalent unit of artillery. A troop is a company equivalent of your tanks, armored vehicles. That's interesting. Does the Navy call it something else? Uh, the Navy doesn't call it anything because the Navy has, uh, only has that vert on ships. <laughs> a lot of my high school classmates support ISIS. Um, yeah, that's not cool, dude. That's not cool at all. Uh, you sh- if that's true, Ed, I'm telling you now, you should report them to F- the FBI. Every liberal that supports Hamas, Gaza, supported terrorism and anti-Semitism. Somewhat true, I think. I, I so- well, I somewhat agree with you, I should say. Um, Twitter is only good last minute lineup changes for fantasy football. <laughs> nice. At least it's good for something. Um, yeah, absolutely. Dis- uh, it's a disgusting. Uh, totally disgusting. Um, it's, not, it's not helpful. It's not overly useful. None of that. Troop is all cavalry, not just mechanized. I sure did, Max, and they will get uh, called deserter. So uh, good, good, Ed. Anytime you... S- so let me tell you guys something. A little, little anecdote real quick. How are we doing on time? little anecdote real quick. 2014, uh, the war in Iraq against ISIS is beginning. And I was training uh, in Central California. And I went to a town called San Luis Obispo to party, basically. Thursday nights, they would have a farmer's market. That farmer's market would end around 10, and the bars would open, and we would go walk around the farmer's market, go to the bars. So, you know, Thursday nights, college night, it's a good time. So, we're out there, we're walking down the street, and there's a guy in the middle of the street wearing a Guy Fawkes mask with a sign that said uh, ISIS is freedom fighters, whatever, and I was like, I was like, what can I do? Like, is there anything I can do here? Do I have any power to do anything? Can I call the police? Can I do anything? This person's claiming to be ISIS. I would report them claiming that they are supporting ISIS. I I assumed somewhere off to the side was somebody with a cell phone camera waiting to capture uh, an Islamophobic incident or something like that. But uh, there was a time where people in the United States were confused if ISIS was the bad guy or not. There was actual confusion in the United States. And maybe to this day of people going, well, are ISIS just freedom fighters or something like that? And let me make sure I clear that up. F ISIS is probably the most hardline opinion I have on anything. Uh, they are absolutely horrible. Anybody who says that they're ISIS should just get exactly what's coming to them, which I can't say on uh, YouTube here because it'll, be, uh, it'll be flagged. So it's, it's absolutely not good. I am uh, a, a very, very... Well, first amendment doesn't protect you being a terrorist. So uh now if somebody goes up to out and says I am ISIS, I would report them to the FBI. Right? I mean, you can't really do anything to them, but I would definitely report them to uh authorities. It's isn't that isn't it weird that that's confusing? Like you can't uh we we can have a conversation about if somebody can claim to be a terrorist and if that's okay or not. Let's see. All social media Tried to and did censor our president. Where's the charge of insurrection back then? A couple of years ago, a couple of Rangers went under attack by Russian mercs and other combatants and they mowed down one to 200. You should be able to look up Rangers, get attacked by Russian mercs. Okay. Since I report them to the FBI, ISIS supporter will uh, not be allowed to join the military. Probably. ISIS are not freedom fighters. Uh, Hamas fired 4,000 rockets at Israel. How is that not a terrorist attack? Uh, ISIS are also executed people. There's a base in San Luis Obispo. I just got back from camp there yesterday. Oh yeah. Which camp? Um, it does protect you claiming to be a terrorist. Uh, well I would, but I would report that. So if somebody is a terrorist, they would, they can end up on a watch list. So actually being one is different. Yeah. But you know, then you can at least report that somebody is claiming to be one. So, uh, that's what I would do. I would, that's what I was confused about. I'm like, can I even, can I call the police? What can I do? This person's telling, saying that they're a terrorist, they should be reported. So that's what I was trying to get at ultimately. Uh, there's several bases in San Luis Obispo County, uh, several. So which one were you at? Danger zone? Let me know. Um, last week, last week, we uh, had a story about how an active duty soldier was going to be in the Miss USA competition. An active duty specialist from Colorado won Miss Colorado and is going to the uh, Miss USA tournament competition, pageant, whatever you would call it. But she won't be the only veteran there because Portland woman who served in the US Air Force to compete in Miss USA pageant. A woman from Portland will be competing in the Miss USA pageant later this year, but there's quite a backstory to this competitor. Veronica Iris Bates took home the title of Miss Maine. She beat out several other women to take home the honor. It wasn't easy though, she says. A few days before the competition, she had to get her appendix removed, which if you've ever had, is a uh, semi-serious operation. You know, if, if you have appendicitis and your appendix can get to the point where you can get really sick uh, from internal bleeding or infection, uh, sepsis type problems. So glad she's okay. Now they can do it through like the little holes. I had mine removed. I had a slice in my stomach. I have the scar. If that doesn't show you how strong she is, her years in the military will. As an adult, appendicitis can be way worse too. Veronica served in the Air Force. It really helped me to be the person I am today. Well-rounded, well-spoken, so much character building. I can honestly say I would not be the person I am today had I not gone into the military. So here's a, let's see. I can click on this photo of her and see if this pops up, and we can see her winning the uh, Miss Maine pageant. If this pops up, it's being slow. Yo, yo, litness, what's up? I met Miss America 2009 while I was active duty army. Nice. So here she is accepting her tiara, her crown. Uh, I've never been to Guantanamo Bay. Larry, you've been to Gitmo twice. Interesting. Very nice. Uh, we don't have pre-crime in the USA yet, <laughs> or do we, or do we, maybe we do here. She is here. She comes right. And there she is in the air force and that's it. So now, you know, she's uh miss Veronica Vaughn, right? <laughs> well, I already forgot her last name. Um, let's see. Veronica Iris Bates running for miss USA, not Veronica Vaughn, but you know, Veronica Vaughn and I did get it on one time. I met Miss America in 2009 while I was active duty Army. Red flag laws say otherwise. I camped for the California... Oh, yeah. The chat's popping off. I camped for the California Cadet Corps. What camp, though? What camp? Like uh, Camp Roberts? Uh, what is... Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, Hunter Liggett? Which one? She was active duty. She was active duty? Miss America was active duty? That's crazy. I met a Playboy centerfold at an electronic show. Nice. Um... Let's see, let's see, let's see. We need the six sticks. What is that? What are six sticks? I actually don't know what that is. So, the world is going crazy. We all know that. Criminals are being released out onto the streets in the masses, bail reform, COVID. They emptied prisons out onto the streets. And people around the United States have been talking about upticks in crime. Uh, I've heard this on the news, and I've heard a lot about New York City. Being from New York, upstate New York, I hear about New York City. And uh, I've heard about all these shootings children getting shot, bystanders getting shot, shootouts in the middle of the street in the middle of the day. I think we've all heard about that. But now, new Marine officer shot by stray bullet in New York's Times Square. Shot walking around Times Square in the back by a stray bullet, a brand new Marine Corps second lieutenant. Horrible. What is going on? Horrible. This is what happens. And it's never by somebody who's a first-time offender, you might say. It's always somebody who's been in jail probably a bunch of times. A newly commissioned Marine Corps officer suffered non-life-threatening injuries when he was shot in the back by a stray bullet in New York City's Times Square on Sunday evening. Second Lieutenant Sam Poland, 21 years old, just graduated the Citadel, was struck by a stray bullet at 5.15 p.m. while walking near the intersection of West 45th Street and Broadway with family members. He's celebrating graduating college. According to New York Police Department, Poland is from Northville in upstate New York. He was commissioned last month into the Marine Corps after graduating from the Citadel in Charleston. Here's the guy who shot him, and there's also video of this online. You can watch the uh, footage from a street security camera of the person at the moment they fired the round that would ultimately hit the Lieutenant police were searching for the suspect Monday. According to NYPD spokesman investigators believe the bullet was fired during an altercation between people nearby who were unknown to Poland. What I'm hoping is these are, these are said to be non-life threatening injuries. What I'm hoping is this was a low velocity round by the time it struck him and he's going to be okay and able to continue on with his career. Here's the video. Let's see if this will play fire some rounds middle of the day in times square fleas, one of those rounds struck Lieutenant Poland. In addition to grad, so here goes an American hero running down the street right here. Some a real good dude. In addition to graduating from the Citadel and commissioning into the Marines, Poland was married last month, according to an official at the military school. He was expected to attend the basic school, which is the Marine Corps uh, follow-up school. When you when you graduate from college, it teaches you how to be a good Marine officer, tactics, infantry stuff like that. How to lead Marines. Uh, that's in Quantico. If you guys have read an officer and a man by Jacob Donenworth, he has a whole chapter in there about the basic school TBS. And I do recommend you guys pick up that book from Amazon. Again, that's an officer and a man. Uh, he was there, he was going to go there for officer training. It's unclear if this will affect his schedule. Pullen was listed as a flight student in his Marine records, indicating he eventually planned to attend pilot training bright future ahead of him. I hope that still is the case. He is a Marine now, so he is tough. The Citadel family is greatly saddened to learn about what happened to our class of 2021 graduate, second Lieutenant Sam Poland in the Times Square on Monday. Retired Marine General Glenn Walters, president of the Citadel, said in a statement, we are encouraged that he is reported to be in stable condition and are sending our prayers and our love to his new wife and family. Well, one thing I know for sure is they'll probably arrest the guy who did it and then put him back on the street the next day. Now, there's a race going on for New York City mayor, and both candidates that are the primaries to win are running on criminal reform and getting you know, the streets safer as this uh, uptick in violence uh, continues throughout New York City. And we've seen children getting shot, innocent bystanders getting shot, this Marine officer getting shot. Absolutely tragic. Uh, so that's a real bummer. That's a huge bummer. I wish him the best of a recovery and his family to be safe out there. And just let's all never go to New York City again. It's just obviously not a good place to be. It's a bad place full of bad people doing bad things at this point. So let's just stay away from New York City. Um, let's see. Since there have been so many shootings, people are comparing it to Iraq. Chicago now... Uh, let's see. Where did, I, where did I stop reading the chat? Uh, Assad did the same thing right before the Civil War in Syria kicked off. New York was putting pedos in hotels near schools when they were releasing prisoners over COVID concerns. How insane is New York right now. The world is going out in a shootout. There was a video where these two Puerto Ricans were pulled out of their car and shot multiple times. I saw that. Uh, We had a lieutenant come to our unit and he went to climb Pike's Peak and fell to his death. He was in the unit for all of one day. Oh Jesus, that sucks. Oh man, sorry to hear that. Times Square is going back to the 1980s. Yeah, very true. Just like in the 80s before uh, Giuliani, as a matter of fact. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Since there have been so many shootings, people are comparing it to Iraq. Uh, I honestly didn't know there were multiple bases. The place I went to was literally called Camp San Luis Obispo. It's the original home of the California National Guard. Oh, Okay, um, yeah. If you go up to if you go up north from San Luis Obispo a little bit to Paso Robles, there are and then San Miguel, there are actually two two very big Army National Guard bases up there that are uh, that I've trained at and I've spent years of my life at. As a matter of fact, a lot uh, I, a lot of this is gang related. Just think about the fact that Blackwater used a lot of El Salvadorian, Hondurans, and Guatemalans. Now they're on their way here without jobs. Wait, I totally lost the JJ, uh, on that last comment. Um, maybe I missed one along the way. Um, does he get a car? You probably should. Uh, Curtis Silva was the head of the Guardian Angels. Silva? MS-13 is an El Salvadorian gang that only does enforcement. Um, I've totally lost track of what you're talking about. How are, there, how are violent criminals allowed out? I understand uh, someone that had weed or... Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Um... A very, very dear friend of mine was murdered a couple of years ago by a guy who was in prison for violent crimes, had warrants out for violent crimes. He had been released multiple times, including domestic violence, and was a gang member. So, uh, and that's always how it goes. So, to, you know, we don't need new laws. We just need uh, to enforce the laws that already exist. It's that easy. It costs the taxpayers zillions to keep all those people in jail. It's worth it. I'd rather pay higher taxes and have safer streets than, uh, and let out criminals who, Do petty crimes. Uh, Release, stop locking people up for decades over uh, using drugs and keep people who have proven that they're violent locked up. This dumb rapper say their gang life is like a military. Uh, Quote me a good rap lyric. I have a distant family member who was an MS-13. Don't know if he is still, but I wouldn't be surprised if he is. Wow, that's crazy. I've never met an MS-13 gang member. Slee was headed the, uh, angles for 20 years. Uh, the angels, where are we at? Head of the guardian angels. Curtis Silva was head of the guardian. Is it guardian angels or guardian angels? Um, okay. So we've got one more kind of interesting true cr- military true crime story. I've got a military true crime story. Wait, do we have, are you guys ready for military true crime? Army veteran gets life in prison for 1987 murder of Fort Carson soldier. A 60 year old Colorado man and Army veteran was sentenced Thursday to life without parole for the 1987 murder of Fort Carson soldier, specialist Darlene Crashock. Michael White's sentence was handed down a day after the jury found him guilty of the murder following a trial that lasted more than a week. Krishak's family was in the courtroom for the trial and her father read a statement to the judge now maybe just maybe now there will finally be justice for all the father said white also spoke in the courtroom at a sensing, i didn't kill darlene Krishak. he maintains his innocence king sloan what's up he maintains his innocence he said according to kktv and he wanted to say nothing else Krishak was only 20 years old when she was found dead behind a Korean restaurant in Colorado Springs. She was assigned to the, if the Skoda show had been around in the 80s, it would have covered this story live. Uh, Kershak was only 20 years old when she was found dead behind a Korean restaurant in Colorado Springs. She was assigned to the 73rd maintenance unit at Fort Carson and had enlisted right after completing high school. Uh, let's see, 20 years old. Krishak was last seen between midnight and 1 a.m. after a night of drinking and dancing with fellow soldiers at a club named Shuffles. That's a very 1980s name for a club. I can see it in my head right now. Uh, after Shuffles, about a mile north of where police found her body, the cause of death was determined to be strangulation. And the case went cold. Though it periodically reopened throughout the 2000s, allowing some of the DNA evidence collected from the crime scene to be released with improvements of technology. As we know, people could all of a sudden go and do 23andMe. And, uh, and what do you know? People go out there and do 23andMe and get busted for major crimes. A breakthrough finally came several years ago when investigators checked the DNA evidence against genealogy research databases, the same technique used to catch the Golden State killer. Police compared DNA evidence from the scene of the 1987 crime against registries belonging to 23andMe and Ancestry.com. So I've done my DNA. Have you done yours? Are you worried your DNA will one day be used against you in a court of law? It's something to think about. Because you leave your DNA everywhere. We leave our traces of our DNA everywhere. Imagine you interact with somebody, you give somebody a hug, and later that day they're killed, and you find yourself on trial for murder, which is what the defendant here claims. Those relatives pointed investigators in the direction of White, and after observing him drink from a fast food cup and leave it behind, this is like out of of a, a police TV show or something like that. They actually followed this dude around, waited for him to throw away something he had just drank out of, and then they recovered it and pulled the DNA. What do you guys think about that? Let me know in the comments. Is that a, a legit investigation technique? I'm curious what you guys think. Normally, we don't keep service information on former soldiers, but in this case, I can confirm that Michael White disserved in the U.S. Army from October 79 to April 1998, so he was in for 20 years about, and attained the rank of Sergeant First Class, Brandy Gill, that's an E7. Uh... The DNA recovered from his body, from from Krushak's body, her body, also allowed investigators to build composite sketches of what the perpetrator might have looked like in the mid-2010s. I'm so happy they kept the DNA after all these years, Rhonda Lilly, the sister said, into Army Times in 2019, uh, because back then it wasn't as big of a deal. The Colorado Springs PD and Army CID never forgot about her. Special agents from U.S. Army CID participated in the case alongside Colorado Springs Police Department. They don't say what the motive was. I saw that question pop up. They don't say what the motive was, but they do say now that DNA uh, evidence tied him to her on the night of the murder. Some now what's curious is did they what kind of DNA? Right? Because if it's saliva or, you know, a hair, a piece of hair, that's less incriminating, but if it's something more of a bodily fluid, then uh, that would be extremely incriminating. There's not that many more details about this in this article. And I didn't look it up because I didn't want to dredge up any old uh, horrifying details in concerns of the victim here. I think I would spare us all the details, but somehow investigators were able to tie the DNA found on her body to this gentleman, Mr. White. So, hey, always be. If you, I guess if you were worried about your DNA, you better be careful when you throw away your drinking bottles, your dip cups, your food wrappers, all that stuff. Uh, hope you guys like the music. Um, what took so long? I mean, I got out of the Navy in 87. Uh, I had to quit my workout soon so I could watch the stream. Nice. Is that Chris Cass's music? I don't know. That's some music that I downloaded for my true crime episode with a midnight chow actually. That was in there specifically for that episode and I just left it. The most eighties club name is boomerangs. Now, this is scary. What was the motive? Is it known? I, I think I covered that. Hey, warrior, how many pull-ups can you do? I bet I can do, let's see. Let me tell you first, in my prime, I could easily do 30. No problem. 30 strict, perfect pull-ups. No problem. Now, I can do probably 15, 15 or more. I don't want to say 20, because 15, the, the, the gap between 15 and 20 is steep but uh, I could do 15 at least. Um, but yeah, I could probably do 30 or 35 in my prime. I can do like 60 dips in a row. Um, let's see, you don't need 23 in me, you know your DNA is already in every system. Yes, for sure. Uh, F those DNA databases, I mean, yeah, it's great the guy got caught, but I don't feel comfortable ever releasing my genetic information. You know, there's a lot of uh, good to it. There's a lot of good, the good that can come from it. Uh, I did my DNA. And when I did mine, I found out some you know genetic health information, some stuff like that. Um, and the more data those things have, the more they can correlate uh, diseases and traits to common DNA sequences. So it's actually a now the question I have for you guys is: What do you think about DNA editing, gene editing, CRISPR gene editing? Good, bad, or indifferent? Let me know in the comments. Should you be allowed to edit DNA of children in the womb to eliminate disease? to give them better athletic abilities, make them taller, whatever, stronger, faster. You tell me, what do you guys think? Smarter? Let me know. To avoid, save them from having genetic diseases that might be passed down from their parents. Do you guys support that? I'd love to hear. Um, The KKK considered a terrorist organization. I believe it is, right? Uh, cool background music. How's your day? Hey, Dr. Z Kelvin 48. My day is great. Thank you very much. It's pouring rain and thundering. If DNA is real small, then they use fungus to grow a sample to test. What if they get it wrong? I don't want to be judged on DNA. That isn't exactly me. Uh, I don't want to be judged on DNA. That isn't me either. The real question is, how was your day? Uh, I'm fine. If they get me DNA, because if they try to frame me for a crime, then I'll just go to Brazil. Hey, there you go. You have a plan. Uh, I knew somebody that found he had a son he didn't know about. Wow take criminology classes and look at the stats on forensics getting a sample and being able to use it for two different things most fingerprints are smudges for example hmm what was that movie with Ethan Hawke uh I know exactly what you're talking about um it's right on the tip of my tongue uh the movie with Ethan Hawke where they're like clones right or something like that um it only if prevent yes but only if it was to prevent diseases or deformities yes there are terrorist organizations it depends uh I'm all for it. You know, stem cells, there's a great family guy skit where Peter gets badly, badly. Oh, hey, playing with DNA could be too risky. I think we shouldn't. $5 super chat from Dr. Kelvin. Thank you very much. Wow, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate that very much. Thank you very much for your super chat there. Uh, Playing with DNA could be too risky. I think we shouldn't. I think we should. Or I think we shouldn't stand in the way. If people should choose to do that, then I think we should do it. I mean, the possibility to eliminate some serious problems exists within CRISPR or gene editing, gene sequencing, all this stuff. Um, I think uh, I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it, 100 just so you guys know where I stand. There's a great gag on Family Guy where Peter gets badly hurt, like badly, badly injured, and it's like a permanent injury. And he goes into like a stem cell facility and he walks out just like fully healthy. And he's like, why are we not funding this? And, uh, and I just think it's, I think we shouldn't stand in the way. That's all I think. Genetic modification for anything other than preventing life threatening diseases would end up leading to two different human species. God made us the way we are. Don't see any reason to mess with that stuff. I heard, sh- well, tell it to somebody who is uh, suffering from severe genetic related diseases. I bet they would uh, love to hear that. I heard China is already doing genetic tampering. China is doing it. Dr. Mike did cover it. I know exactly. I watched Dr. Mike actually. He's great. Uh, have you watched train day and Gattaca Gattaca it's Gattaca. I used to splice DNA and insert genes when I was a lab technician. Whoa, that's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, Gattaca is that movie. Yes. Um, if it helps then yeah, hopefully it does more, uh, good than harm, more good than bad. Alex Jones did say that the Chinese have been working on genetic... You got to take everything Alex Jones says with a big grain of salt though, right? But yes, well, China, a Chinese scientist did come out and say that he had cured HIV through CRISPR gene editing, that he had made a set of twins immune to HIV. They could never get it because he did gene editing. Now, is that true? Is that good science? The jury's out. But uh, I just don't think that the government should stand in the way of progress of science uh, in regards to health and well-being of people. If gene editing is the future of that, then I don't know. I haven't heard, of, I haven't heard, heard a good argument of why that shouldn't be done. And the argument of religion does not do it for me. Uh, the social implications of genetic modification is way too severe. And unfortunately, human depravity will turn good intentions into one of the scariest weapons for the elites to use. Well, that's really, that's really projecting into a future that doesn't exist yet. I remember watch Gattaca while I was in high school. Mudrock, what's up? Alex Jones is the go. Alex Jones is a character. He said it himself during his trial. Yep, this about to turn into Star Wars, Attack of the Clones stuff. Uh, Nick, hey, uh, says hi. Mudrock, what's up? Welcome to the chat. I assume you've probably been listening a while. Uh, so yes. I think that, um, green block with a $2 super chat. See you at Cam Schwab e-club catch these hands squid. Um, are you in Okinawa right now? Are you on Okinawa? Are you challenging me to a pull-up competition? Is that what's happening? Uh, cause I can go put my money where my mouth is on those pull-ups. Genetic editing will be used for racial purity. I don't know about that at all. Um, if you could be born with immunity to diseases with gene mods, which ones would they be? Well, I have a genetic disease, as a matter of fact, and I wish I could get some genetic modification. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you right now. I actually have a serious genetic condition, and if I could go in and do some gene sequencing to get rid of it, I 100% would. Alex Jones is the guy who pled in court. He's an actor playing a character. I believe he means well, but he's kind of crazy. Gattaca is a good movie. Thank you, Green Block. Let me know. Are you at Cam Schwab right now? Um, like stationed on Okinawa? Catch these hand Squid. That's a classic... Classic uh, quote from Green Block. Thank you for the $2 super chat, by the way. Uh, I, can, I can show up and knock out 15 pull-ups for you. That's no problem. Um, all right, headline story of today. We got to keep it moving or we're going to run out of time. Headline story of today. Air Force previews new exercises on fitness test menu. Are you serious? The Air Force is officially the laziest branch in the military. Giving people a choice of options for how to complete their PRT. Max, that's not so bad. That doesn't make them the laziest branch ever. Well, listen up. One of the things you can pick off the menu is walking without a waiver. You can just walk because you feel like it. Walking is now officially an option for the Air Force Physical Readiness Test, and you do not need a waiver or any reason why you should have to walk. You can just walk. You could just walk. Air Force previews new exercises on fitness test menu. The Air Force is preparing to launch a customizable fitness test where airmen and guardians, so the Air Force now speaks for the Space Force, can mix and match the exercises they prefer, a service official said Monday. Starting early next year, the Air Force will offer a menu of options that fall into three categories, aerobic exercise, core strength, and upper body strength. In addition to the current one and a half mile run to test cardiovascular health, troops can pick a back and forth shuttle run if they prefer sprinting instead of endurance running. The faster someone finishes the shuttle run, the better the score. Lieutenant General Brian Kelly, Deputy Chief of Staff for Manpower, Personnel and Services said during a question and answer session on Facebook, service members will also be allowed to walk without first getting a medical waiver. So you can just walk it. You can literally just walk it. Like what more needs to be said? The Air Force has now formally given up on fitness. Like it's now their official policy that you can just walk your fitness test. Cardio does count for 60% of your total physical training score. So it's not clear on what kind of score you can get walking it. But walking is an option, unlimited, just walk it. Uh, push ups will remain one option, but airmen and guardians can choose a variation on push ups for the abdominal portion. So I don't know what that means. Are you just allowed to do push ups on your knees or incline or decline or what does that even mean? For the abdominal portion, the Air Force will allow variations on sit-ups as well as planks. What are sit-up variations? What the hell are sit-up variations? Each category will count as 20% of the total score. Officials considered other exercises like swimming, rowing, and biking, but likely won't add those to the menu. They're calling it the menu because not all bases have the facilities or equipment to accommodate them. Yeah, right. Like an Air Force base doesn't have facilities to handle basically anything that they want to do. The test should be equitable for any airman no matter where they are. Well, I don't really get that because I don't know a single base you can be stationed at in the Air Force that doesn't have exercise equipment. Additionally, if you're deployed... PRTs are waived until you're back from deployment. So I don't even know what that means. Now, what I will say, the only thing that I can go with that is that the uh, that the PRT or the physical readiness test, the PT test, when you do use machines, there is an exact model and brand of machine that can be used to moderate the calories. Uh, I don't want to fight you, Green Block. Uh, no, thank you. Um, Push-ups will remain as one option to measure upper body strength, but airmen and guardians could choose variations on the exercise for sit-ups as well. Okay, I already said that. So the exact machine, because usually what they'll do for the machine, let's say it's a rowing machine or an elliptical or a bike, they will say you have to meet a certain number of calories, a certain number of calories uh, in a certain amount of time, which tends to be quite a bit more difficult than just running it, but definitely more difficult than walking it. And I can't believe, like, why not just put rollerblading on there? Let's just put, let's have rollerblading. You got a blade, bro. Dual inline four. Rollerblades. Grind the rail. Brink. We need brink. We need to get brink out there. Officials considered other exercises. When we release this and introduce the other components, we're going to have about a six-month break-in period. So the Army moves to a comprehensive combat fitness test, and the Air Force moves to walking which is insane. So people can test them out, can see, get feedback, but they won't be able to count those. If we have to make any adjustments, we'll make those adjustments. How about not walking? Body composition measurements will resume on October 1st for the Air Force, which have been uh, curbed because of uh, COVID, as most fitness requirements for most branches have during the pandemic. Decoupling waist circumference or another metric from the PT score is meant to discourage unhealthy behavior like calorie restriction and purging. (sighs) But you know what? The PRT, the PT, the weigh-in should be ad hoc. This is what I've always said. This is what I've always said the whole time I was in the military. And the CO can demand a weigh-in anytime. that's true, but it should count. The CO should be able to demand a weigh-in at any time of all members of the command. It should, it should be not targeted, but everyone has to weigh in, just like your analysis, And failures count. And that's it. It It's that easy, you guys. It's that easy. If you want to avoid purging and calorie deficits, you don't eliminate the requirement to be within standards. You just make it all year. You have to be just a little in shape, a little all year. It's not asking too much, and it's actually doing everybody a favor. This is insane. Weight will not be a part of your PT test, Kelly said. That body composition, your weight will impact that this is the single dumbest thing. I don't even know if I can say that. It's one of the dumbest things to come out of the Air Force this year, in my opinion. Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, Joanne Bass, noted that Air Force also wants to give non-commissioned officers the ability to administer PT tests instead of asking people to go to a fitness assessment site. Oh my God. Pushing back on criticism that the changes are watering down high military standards with lays, fair attitude, base, bass, whatever, said the Air Force must strike a balance between what bolsters readiness and what works best for members. We ought to be mindful when we're characterizing changes that we're making. What are the standards that are non-negotiable, but what are some of the things you need to evaluate to become the Air Force of 2030? Regular PT tests resume july first after multiple delays to the coronavirus pandemic. The Space Force will continue following Air Force fitness requirements until it comes up with its own PT policies. It must be easy to do push-ups in space, I will say that. Actually, in reality, it would be actually way harder to stay in shape in space. Your muscles would start to break down. So I feel bad for the Space Force out there. Uh, I don't even know. This is the what's the Air Force doing? Walking? Let me check the comments here. Let's see where the comments have been popping off. That's it. Just give them the crucible. A low-income black person shot a service member. Why am I not surprised? The Infantry 98. Well, if you were here earlier, you would have heard a story about the white supremacist who killed a black Air Force veteran. So, you know, race is not the factor here that I'm concerned about. Uh, I would like to do four pull-ups, two push-ups, and three sit-ups. Hey, me too. Every branch needs the crucible, uh, Air Force, and coat, and space force really air force, uh, cost and space force. I can run more than just walk next. They will add chair jousting as fitness test walking. I used to walk 27 holes of golf in the summer in Florida. Yep. Last I heard the air force finally approved 30 minutes of exercise daily to be required. That's the bare minimum health experts have always recommended chair force. Yeah. Um, don't tell me you are allowed to do girl push-ups. I think they are telling you that. I think that's exactly what they're telling you. Uh, do you think the army will also be the laziest branch ever since their ACFT is still required to graduate army? Uh, no, I think the army's PT test is great. I love the army's new PT test. I'm on board with that. Always have been as long as they can, uh, rain it down from above and rule the skies. I guess, I don't know the arm, the air force. Yeah, I guess I get less fitness in the Navy. Anybody try a bench press in 20 foot seas. (laughs) It's a really easy one second and really hard. the Next. If every guy identifies as female, does that mean we don't have to sign up for a selective service? Uh, good question. Actually, that's a good question. Um, chair jousting, give every branch to Crucible. We used to play chair chicken on rolling chairs in heavy seas. Let the motion of the ocean propel you across the deck. Yes, we used to do that too. Uh, Nuggets says, facts. Thank you, Nuggets. I went on base with my dad and saw four guys on chairs running into each other. It was fantastic. Yes, Air Force, dumb AF is the dumb decision as the future Navy. I don't care what you say, who likes running anyway, rather walk and lift. I like running. Hey, uh, you'll catch me outside running on the seawall, I'll tell you that. Liaise Faire is a French for hands-off. I thought it was just an economic term. Hey, thanks for, remember yesterday we were talking about looking up gung-ho and now we look up Liaise Faire and now we all know, in case anybody didn't know, hands-off. Both the Navy and Marine Army PT is a lot better now than the Air Force. Uh, Yeah, I agree, Ed? I, t- I agree with that. hundred percent. Uh, we will be back in a little bit to play insurgency, which I love. I'm going to go murder tons of bad guys in insurgency for you all. And we can continue this conversation about anything we talked about in the episode today. I've taken a few diagnostic ACFTs, not going to lie in order to pass it. I really need to rely on the planks, easy to pass, hard to max. Are you, are you saying the planks as opposed to the, uh, flexed arm knee to elbows? the knees to elbow exercise, You're, are you subbing that with planks? And that is uh, how you have to pass. It's not, I, 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 lo- I will tell you, my official position on the Army ACFT is I love it. I love it. I wish they had that when I was in the Navy as the Navy's PT test. And having worked with the Army uh, for two entire deployments for uh, about two years, I think that the army can definitely handle it. The army works out hard. Um, if you could have any gene mod, what would you want? I would want my genetic condition removed from my body. I cannot do one leg tuck to standard, that's why. Oh, well I tried those leg tucks last week. Uh, wait, maybe two weeks ago. And I was able to do them pretty, pretty okay. But they're certainly not easy. And you have to do six, right? So it's, it's definitely not a walk in the park, but it's definitely doable. It's absolutely doable uh, with training, but I'm, I am glad that they've started allowing people to do planks while people work under flexed arm hangs. I think that that's really good. But in the two-year period that they're trying this whole uh, ACFT out for until they start like counting the scores, everybody should be able to do the events in the Army ACFT. Even if you had never worked out in your life one day, you should be able to pass the ACFT in a two-year period. What's my squat? It's not good. I'd rather talk about my bench. My squat's like maybe 250. Uh, I've never been a strong squatter. Um, and I don't have a great explanation as to why. My bench is probably like 275, but I used to be able to bench 350. This has come up on the show before. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little older now. New 3.0 ACFT is saying one plank at or 209 uh, minimum plank. Okay. Two zero nine is doable. That's the scuttlebutt. Two zero nine is doable, very doable. Uh, you can do that. One or oh, one leg tuck, one leg tuck. Really, one leg tuck. That's that's doable. That is doable. Max confirmed for chicken legs. Ha! No. No 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 no. I want to clear that up. I could do uh, I could do hundred reps at 185. I do that workout. Try this hundred reps, a back squat at 185. Every time you take a break, you have to do 20 burpees. Okay. That's a workout I can do, but putting a lot of weight on the bar and squatting it. I have a hard time. Medium weight. No problem. All day. Heavy weight, hard time for my squat. I'll tell you that. But I, uh, I'm not chicken legs, I'm not chicken legs. I gotta, I gotta press back on that. All right, guys. So With all that being said, today was a fun episode. Some sad stories, some happy stories, but we will be back tomorrow with another episode. We'll be back today with Insurgency. You guys can catch me over on Insurgency. How about that? And with all that being said, I look forward to talking to you very soon. That's the scuttlebutt.